This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's time for Thriller Thursdays, here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now, episode 156, Secrets. Claire Wilson? Isn't she supposed to contact you or Agent Barnes if they approach her? That's correct. I'm going to pass this on to Kate. She can contact Barnes to see what he wants us to do. For right now, just monitor them and try to see what they might be saying. Will do. She went right to their table. This is very peculiar. Why would she be meeting them here, in this remote restaurant? Has anyone considered the possibility that she is part of the gang? From what I understand, Agent Barnes investigated her thoroughly. She also works for the Maryland State Police, so I'm sure she had an extensive background check. She went straight to them, so this wasn't a chance meeting. Unfortunately, her back is to us. Anchors of menu cover in his mouth and Louis is facing to the side. I'm afraid it's going to be difficult to do any lip reading. I've been in contact with Kate. For now, just observe. When she leaves, we are to follow her and Kate will monitor Hank's car. She's standing up. Looks like Hank reached out and gestured to her. He wants her to put down... Yes, he just said, leave it here and don't take too long. She appears to be headed in this direction. No eye contact. Channel 5. Did I just hear a woman's voice? Indeed you did. It was Claire. I believe she's headed to the loo. Can you make out what she said? To me it sounded like a perfume brand. Close. She said Channel 5. Do you know what that means? Yes, it means everyone will be glad to know she's on our side. Channel 5 refers to a two-way comm system we gave her for the last meeting. Robert loaded the app on your phones. Open it and select Channel 5. Well, that will make my job a lot easier. Officer Nelson, do you read me? Loud and clear. How did you know? How did I know it was you? Detective Barnes isn't the only one doing some investigating. Remember, I work for the state police. I checked his service record and those around him. I thought it was odd someone was sitting alone in a GSA car. You stuck out like a sore thumb. How did you know to give the channel to the two men? My guess was that you were on a stakeout, since the tracker I placed in Hank's car is still working. I figured you stayed out because Hank knew you. Those two were in plain dark business suits, the only suits in the restaurant. So I took a chance. A very keen observation, Miss Wilson. I'm Agent Tony Simon, and my associate is Annalise Jameson. We are with MI6 here to gather intelligence on the man called Louis, who we believe was involved in espionage at one of our facilities in South Africa. MI6? Wow! This goes way beyond someone harassing me. I better get back. 
Hank is very suspicious. We've got your back, Miss Wilson. Your signal is too weak to relay to Kate. I'll record the whole thing. Claire, I'll need you to turn off your receiver or lower the volume all the way. Simon and Jameson, I need you two to observe the reactions. We'll need to know if there's anything said that triggers some nonverbal communication. Don't worry. I'll be enjoying my teas and biscuits. Biscuits? You just ordered plain biscuits? Oh dear, you're right, Jameson. We do have a language barrier. All right, I'm going back. Turning off the volume now. Here comes our waitress, and it looks like Claire is on her way back. Here you go, gentlemen. Tea and biscuits. I shared our misunderstanding with the chef, and he got a good laugh. So he is complimenting you with some Baltimore's famous burger cookies. And just so there's no further confusion, that's B-E-R-G-E-R. How splendid. Thank you so much, and our compliments to the chef. Can I get you anything else? We're expecting an important phone call, so we may have to leave in a hurry. Would it be possible to pay our bill now? Well, I can do that right now. Here you go. Enjoy your biscuit. We certainly will. Thank you. Okay, here we go. That didn't take long. We ordered coffee all around with an appetizer plate. I'm really not hungry. That's great. Leaves bowl for me. Hey, stop worrying about your gut. Yes. Now, what is so important that I had to come all the way out here again? I thought we settled everything the first time. Obviously, we didn't. I noticed that you haven't taken down those photos you posted. I told you that they were a matter of national security. Why? Because your friend here is in all of them? Exactly. You could blow my cover. What cover? I've run your faces through our national and international databases, and neither of you are listed with any government organizations. Probably the most spying you ever did was with your Ovaltine decoder ring. Look, I don't know what Ovaltine is, but we're more advanced than decoder rings. That's right. We use an Enigma machine, so don't try to fool us. These guys are really bad spies. Or terrible liars. I don't have to fool you. You're doing a good job of that by yourself. So you made me come all the way out here to have me take down a couple of photos from my social media site. Not just take them down. Delete them. And I mean all of them. I'm sure you have them also stored up in the clouds. In the clouds? You're serious, aren't you? Of course we're serious. Why do you think we asked you to meet us here? I'm still waiting for an answer on that one. Your photos could blow my cover. Oh, I wouldn't want to do that. So what agency do you work for exactly? Sorry, but that's need-to-know information. Well, I need to know. Ms. Wilson, it's very simple. We feel you followed us to those two locations and took pictures of me. That makes you look like a spy for the other side. And what's so important about those two locations? A war memorial and a blue police box. Aha! I knew it. You did? You know there is something special about those locations, don't you? No. Don't try to fool us. We know. You know. You know I know what? That's right. You know exactly what. Well, while we're at it, let's just throw in who, why, where, and when. Guys, if they start Abbott Costello's who's on first, I'm out of here. The who is us. The why is to protect my cover. The where... I wasn't serious. Good grief. Are you two from another planet or something? What? I'm serious. It's like you two just got off the boat. What? 
I don't think she's serious, Louis. Look, Ms. Wilson, we are just concerned that someone might see your pictures and see Louis and put two and two together. If you're going to start doing math problems, you can count me out. Relax, just take down those photos and we're done. Oh, here come our appetizers. You two enjoy. I'm out of here. If you need anything else, I'm sure you'll contact me. I'll remove the photos. Thank you. Now, let's eat. Those two have to be the worst spies I've ever seen. Spies? <laughs> I think you're being quite generous, Jameson. I'm going to stop Claire and talk to her. Let me know if they get up and leave. Will do. Can you believe that? Well, sir, we didn't learn anything. Oh, on the contrary, Jameson. We learned that Baltimore's famous burger cookies are quite delightful. Hey, I heard Simon was here. Yes, he has arrived with an assistant, Analyst Jameson. An assistant? Well, I thought I was his assistant. Well, isn't that why I was sent here? You were sent here because you are a Hungan without a home, and you will be useful to us, especially when dealing with the Hungan mercenaries. What do you want me to do? Make coffee? No, Lenora. You are here to rehabilitate. This is, after all, your home planet. Once acclimated, you can become an asset to us. Just what I've always wanted to be. Someone's asset. Relax, Lenora. It could be worse. You could be mopping floors in Boulder Bar Prison. Take it from someone who knows. Second chances only come once. That doesn't even make sense, Sam. Of course second chances only come once. Then it's third, fourth, fifth, and sixth chances. Well, you know what I mean. So, Mr. Pierman... Where did Simon and his partner go? Nelson was here and got a message from Kate. She's been monitoring our two suspects. They both left the pawn shop and were headed out of town. So they're in hot pursuit? Not exactly. They were able to determine that Hank and Louie were headed for a restaurant near Hawk Cove. The latest word I have is that the three of them are positioned there, awaiting Hank and Louie's arrival. How can you stand it? Stand what? All this excitement. Our work is not always car chases and shootouts. There is a lot of surveillance work that goes on in each operation. Right now, we don't know their intentions. Before we can make any move, we need to know what their plan is. If we go in now, we have only one of them on misdemeanor charges of harassment. Send me in there. I'll have them spilling their guts in five minutes. Oh, I like the way you talk, Lenora. You sound like a fellow Hongan. I don't mean that literally, Sam. I don't need violence. I have my persuasive powers. We know all about your persuasive powers. You talked Lister's way out of Boldabar prison. That's part of the reason you're here. You know, I have persuasive powers too. Yes, I know, Sam. But we want them alive. <whistles> Excuse me, this is Kate. Hopefully with an update. Yes, Kate. I'll put you on speaker. Lenora and Sam are here, and I want to start bringing them in on the case. Okay. Simon and Jameson were in position in the restaurant when Hank and Louie came in. A few minutes later, Claire Wilson showed up. What? You mean he showed up without informing any of you ahead of time? That's very peculiar. We thought so, too. But within a few minutes, she excused herself to go to the ladies' room. And when she passed by Simon's table, she signaled him to go to Channel 5. Ah, the comm system Robert set up for the first meeting. What happened then? The two went on and on about getting Claire to take down the photos. 
She pressed them as to why, but they wouldn't give up anything new. They're sticking to their story that it's to protect Louis's identity as an undercover agent. Which we know he isn't. What's the status now? Claire left, and Nelson's talking to her now outside the restaurant. Simon and Jameson are having lunch, hoping Hank and Louis will soon leave. If they linger too long, I'll have the three of them head back to Martin State, and we'll track them. If they go back to the city, we'll bring Simon and Jameson back to you. I concur. Thank you, Kate. Okay, and we'll talk soon. Well, that's an interesting development. Sounds to me like this Claire person is working both sides. I certainly wouldn't trust her. She could be a really good liar. Takes one to know one, right? Enough of that, you two. I suggest you both head back to the barracks. I'll notify you when our people are on their way back. Try not to kill each other in the meantime. Well, Kelly, this has been an interesting day. Your dad tells us he's bugging out for a whirlwind tour. Two MI6 agents jump into the middle of our case with Nelson and your sister. And here we are cleaning up crab chum. Well, yeah, something just doesn't seem right. You know, I knew there'd be times when agencies would cross over and we'd have jurisdiction problems, but not right out of the gate. We could be at the Roosevelt Stiff in about ten minutes. I don't know what good we could do. We still don't even know what these two characters are up to. They're bound to make a move soon. We think they're possibly after our stip units, right? That's our best guess. Have you ever thought of the fact that they were at two stip sites? Which makes me wonder, how did they know these were stip units? I mean, we know they are. The IDF knows. But who else knows? It all goes back to Henry von Langer and his grandson, Stefan. These two must have been part of some movement. Otherwise, you're right. They wouldn't know where our stip transporters were, or even if we had them. So do you think we'd have any luck questioning either of the Von Longers? I doubt it. There's nothing we can offer them in exchange for information. I think we'll have to rely on surveillance and good old gumshoe work. <whistles> oh, here's Kate. Hopefully with an update. Hey, Kate. I'm still at Hawkhaven with Kelly. I'm going to put you on speaker. Hey, Jim. Hey, Kelly. Hey, sis. It looks like we don't have anything new. Nelson talked to Claire. She said they contacted her and demanded that she return to the restaurant. She said they threatened her not to call anyone, so they at least suspect she's told someone about the first meeting. Well, how about Hank and Louie? They decided to make an evening of it. From what I remember, Hongans like to eat. Simon, Jameson, and Nelson are headed back to Martin State. I think everybody's called it a day. So our two suspects are still at the restaurant? Simon said they had a big plate of appetizers, then ordered a full meal. So it would look suspicious for them to sit there for an hour sipping tea. So are you going to monitor them? Yeah, I'll track them back to the city. Now, if they go somewhere different, I'll be letting Pierman know, and he can get Nelson on them. All right, sounds like you have everything under control. I'm headed back to the apartment. I'll contact you in the morning. Okay, take care, Kate. See you later, Kelly. Yeah, tomorrow, let's hit the tax records, uh, apartment lease, everything we can. There has to be a link to some Rage members somewhere. Yeah, maybe they have Rage membership cards. Oh, if only that were true.
Well, good morning, ladies. I trust you slept well. Jaffra, there's no need to shout. Good morning, Jaffra. Gabby, are you all right? Oh, I'm just super spiffy. Don't mind her. She needs more coffee. Coffee? Oh, yes, that caffeinated hot beverage Nate introduced me to. It does seem to kickstart the day. Have you heard from Nate or Tika this wake cycle? No, I haven't, but I'll be checking in with him after our meeting with the controller. Let's not just stand here shouting at each other. Let's get this party started. I think your party started at Scully's. Whatever. Let's just go. Jafra, Tam, Gabby, please come into the briefing room. I trust you found the BOQs comfortable? Yeah, nothing like a good old military motel room. It was fine, sir. Jafra, I'm sorry we couldn't find you a larger bed. The floor was just fine, Controller. Is this the first time in the briefing room for all of you? I was in here about three years ago for a strike briefing. I've looked over your records. Gabby, I think the Space Corps would welcome you back. You were quite the pilot. I still am, Controller. But no thanks. I'm quite happy right where I am. I understand. But if you ever change your mind, just let me know. I will. Thanks. Captain Tam, I don't mean for this to sound like a recruiting session, but your skills in nuclear, biological, and chemical warfare tactics and defense are legendary. Thank you, sir. But like Gabby, I'm perfectly happy where I am. Well then, no one can say that I didn't try. So let's get down to business first. Jafra. These are the credits added to your account. Captain Tam, Gabby, here is yours. Whoa! Captain Tam, if yours is as big as mine, this will go a long way towards an upgrade on the Ulysses. It is. And it will. Captain Tam, Gabby, you can add this to your account as a token of my appreciation for your help. Oh my. Jaffra, are you sure about this? Yes, I am. I also have a little something for Nate, even though he claims to be rich enough already. Your capture of Lister and Wi-Fi saved the Federation millions in revenue. We most certainly would have lost fighting those two. Thank you, Controller. Pleasure doing business with you. Jaffrey, you gave us a lot of monetary units. Here, look at the amount I'm getting. Uh, oh my. Now, don't get used to amounts this large. Lister and Wi-Fi were public enemies number one and two. They had the maximum bounty on them. Get used to? What exactly does that mean? I suppose it means the big guy wants Tam and me to help him out from time to time. To be precise, I need these two to be licensed as IDF bounty hunters under my supervision. I can arrange for that. You won't be back in the IDF military ranks, but this is close enough. Head down to criminal operations, just down the hall and to the left. You can fill out the necessary paperwork to get your photo ID and badge. Badges? We don't need no stinking badges. I wonder why Pierman called for an emergency meeting. Your guess is as good as mine. You'd think if it had something to do with Hank and Louie, he would have just called us. Stand by for portal opening. Standing by. Yeah, I agree. If Kate had come up with something, she would have contacted us directly. Let's just hope that another agency hasn't joined in on the party. Portal opened and secure. Stand by for egress. Standing by for egress. Well, I guess we're about to find out. Egress. Egress. <laughs> 
Mr. Pierman, what's so important to get me and Kelly to drop what we're doing and come over here? Good morning to you too, James. Kelly, good morning. Good morning, sir. I hope I didn't pull you off of something important. Uh, we were getting ready to dig into tax and business records to see if we can find any more on our two suspects. I have a lot of research to do. So what was so important about bringing both of us in? As you all well know, we have several agencies working this case. The MI6 guys want intel on Louis. He might have been spying on them in South Africa. Yeah, and the IDEF is concerned about our STIP program, and I'm on the civilian side. I'm trying to help out my client. And Kate is bringing in Homeland Security, while Nelson is straddling between the IDF and the SIS. But we know all of that. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't ask us to come here and go over all of that. And you would be right. I believe I hear the reason approaching. Tony, I'd like to introduce you to Special Agent Jim Barnes and our newest IDF member, Kate Hawke's sister, Kelly Merritt. This is Agent Tony Simon. Tony? Pleasure to meet you, Jim. I heard about you on Baldibar. <laughs> hey, listen. Don't believe what you hear. Miss Merritt, so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. And you are? Junior Analyst Jameson, at your service, ma'am. It should be obvious to you that these gentlemen are with MI6. Well, you know, I knew you weren't Boston's finest. <laughs> so, other than a formal introduction, is there any other reason you brought us together? I believe that the best way to approach this case is to form two teams. To work with the IDF side and the civilian side. You and Kelly will team up with Kate and Nelson. Your main effort will concentrate on Hank. Since we suspect that his associate, Louis, was part of the Johannesburg gang, Simon and Jameson will team up with Sam. Sam! You've got to be joking. Well, speak of the devil. Well, if it isn't my old partner, Simon. Looks like we're getting the band back together. The band, sir? Pay no attention to him, Jameson. This is the Hongan I was telling you about. And Sam. Don't you get your hopes up. As far as I'm concerned, if there was a band, it was a solo act. This is my partner, Jameson. This is IDF agent Barnes and Merritt. It's a pleasure to meet all of you. Say, Pierman, what about Lenora? Whose team will she be on? Who's Lenora? Lenora is someone who belongs in Boulder Prison. She aided in the escape of Lister. Twice. And what's she doing here? Lenora provided us with valuable intelligence on both Lister and Wi-Fi. She also gave us valuable information on the workings of Rage. As part of her plea agreement, she is here on probation. With her working knowledge of Rage, she could prove to be a valuable asset to the IDF. And I don't trust her one bit. Hey, Simon, come on. You didn't trust me in the beginning. In the beginning? <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. What makes you think I do now? <laughs> we need to put aside any egos or past experiences and concentrate on finding out what these two are up to. It most certainly goes beyond harassing a civilian. It's Kate calling. Kate, I'm here with the teams we talked about. Good. Put me on speaker. Okay, you're on. We're tracking some unusual activity from our two suspects. Louis just closed up shop and hung a gone-on-vacation sign. Hank met him and the two are headed for the car. Louis has a suitcase. Do you have any idea where they are headed? Jake Holliday at Homeland has been monitoring their financials. Hold on, he just texted me. One of them just booked a flight. It was Louis. 
BWI to Houston. Why is just one of them headed to Houston? What will the team do now? What will Jaffer, Tam, and Gabby do now that they have a big payday? Find out the answers to these questions and more in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, Houston Bound. Today, Americans are afraid of other Americans. They don't have to be. Some Americans hate other Americans, and they shouldn't. Americans are shouting at each other, and it's time to stop. Norman Corwin offers a quiet, informal conversation that reminds us all of how much we have in common. It's called Between Americans, and it's a fascinating banquet of food for thought from the grand master of American radio theater. It's his last message to the country he loved. You can hear the podcast on Monday, February 20th on the Mutual Audio Network's Monday Matinee. Are you tired of the lies, the accusations, and the closed minds? It's time for us to stand on our common ground as we face the future. Listen to this very special podcast and talk about it between Americans. Monday, February 20th, on the Mutual Audio Network.